welcome to a uh, special video games to the max episode 139 and uh, we are joined by mr. Daniel Anderson hello of course I am your host Sean Garman with us also mr. Mark Morrison Howdy. all right uh, well Randy was gonna be on here as well but I think uh, he had to go do something so of course, we are here to talk about the PlayStation meeting that just finished. Basically, guys, just a show-off of the PS4 Slim that we sort of had to find out about a week ago. And it is officially the PS4 Pro. Uh, 399 for the PS4 Pro. PS4 Slim is 299 Which uh, Did the price surprise you a little bit? The price of the Pro surprised me. Uh, I expected it to be a little bit more expensive with everything they said you were getting from it. And because Sony likes to charge more for items. But, I mean, overall, the price is good. I was kind of surprised with how some of the stuff compared with the Xbox consoles, but we can get into that a little bit later. I think the price is just right in line with what they've been doing so far with the PS4. Like, they got burned so bad in the PS3, they've learned their lesson. <laughs> yeah, I just, they still, Sony still does that with, like, their TVs, though. And I still expect, and computers or anything else that they sell, they always charge more than yeah, what. Yeah, but those, other... are different, those are different departments, so you can't judge them by that. I mean, and this is, like, consumer-grade electronics. It's not... This is meant to be like under every kid's tree, Christmas tree. Not you're not going to get a Sony Wega TV under everyone's tree or anything like that. No, no, but that's just, when I I used to sell Sony TVs, so I had to justify the fact the price was higher, and it just got frustrating. So that's always my first impression when I hear the word Sony. That's true. I mean, they have kind of at least with their systems, they've sort of gone a different way. Uh, that they want everybody to be able to have them. And it's good, too, because there are a lot of people that perhaps don't have a PS4 if you're not one of those 40 million. But uh, you have the option now. You have the option of the Slim. If you don't if you don't plan on getting a 4K TV, or if you do at some point, you can get the Pro for $100 more, what the PS4 costs right now, I guess. I guess all those older models they have in stock would get discounted as well, but... Uh, did you uh, like the firmware update is going to make it to where everybody's going to be able to enjoy HDR, not just those with the PS4 Pro, or do you think it kind of takes something away from what you can do with the Pro? I don't think it takes anything away. I just wonder how it's going to affect the console when it comes to uh, its speed. Yeah, performance and like heat, really is a concern. <laughs> also, it's like, how many of us have HDR-ready TVs? <laughs> I think there's like, at least when they were talking about it for the Xbox One S, I think there was like three TVs, that's it, Yeah. that have the HDR. And so, if you don't get that, then... Like, like if you already got a 4K TV that doesn't have HDR, you're kind of screwed. Yeah, like, I guess it's a nice bullet point, but considering that like, one out of every hundred people would only have this TV, if that. Like, who cares? Yeah. 
uh, I, I mean, you know, that's the thing too. It's also hard, even if you're watching it like through Twitch on a stream. Like the gameplay they showed looked cool, but when they're trying to show you the differences, um, when you're they're trying to show you the differences of between the regular footage and the HDR footage, especially if you're watching on something that's not even a TV, it's almost impossible to see the difference. So. You know, I mean, I know you, were you watching it, like, through your laptop, Daniel? Were, were you able to really see what was? Not really. On a few things, I could see, like, a change of sharpness or a little bit more detail, but that was about it. I just, I w- wasn't able to get the full effect. Yeah, like, you're watching it through a compressed stream as it is, so you're not going to see that well. I thought Mass Effect looked okay, but, I mean, it looked like every other game, so... <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, I mean, what what did you guys think of sort of what they showed of... uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and Mass Effect were like the only ones that got sort of any kind of quote-unquote new footage. Uh, I really liked the Horizon Zero Dawn. You made the joke that it's very uh, convenient that the the robot had handles she could grab, but I liked the Horizon Zero Dawn. The Mass Effect one was really slow. Yeah, well, the Mass Effect seemed like it was more story-related, and I think it was meant more to show off the great graphical backgrounds that we couldn't see, or at least I couldn't see, in the stream. Because the way they were talking, I know that I was missing sight of stuff. It was weird when you're walking alone, and then you get to that thing that he activates, and then like all your party members like warp in behind you. I was like... Where, where do these people come from? <laughs> yeah, the different like alien races, and then she starts playing with that map or whatever it is. Uh, they did make me really want Horizon Zero Dawn after watching that. Not that I didn't want it before, but that's the one where I could sort of tell the difference with the, the graphics and all that. What did you guys think? That's fine. I mean, I'll get that game, or I'll try to when it comes out. I mean, I think they may be building up a little too much. Like they're, it's kind of reaching like No Man's Sky levels of pipe to them. I just hope it doesn't like fall on its face like No Man's Sky did. <laughs> I mean, it's an interesting game. I don't. At this point, I don't feel like it's anything groundbreaking, but. Hey, I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I, I don't either. I mean, that's the thing, too, is that this is sort of, they're sort of, they promoted it big as, okay, if you really want all this stuff, you're going to pay the money to be able to play your games like this. But they also sort of didn't want to, they were very careful not to really extend what you can do with this, because I felt like, okay, you showed some Netflix stuff, but I really feel like you could have shown the potential off if, say, you had showed off some PS View, like show off a college football game in HDR or something like that, where you can really see what other uses you can have for having a TV like that, uh, instead of just, hey, well, you, your games will look a little bit prettier and uh, your Netflix stuff that you watch is going to look a little bit better. But, you know, I, I think they could have gone full bore and really sh- gave you a reason to want to get this. Yeah, but that goes more into 
highlighting the TVs than the console in my mind. I mean, you're getting the console to play the games, not just to watch Netflix. Right, but you also have to buy that TV. True, but I don't think they want it. I'm looking at the prices of Sony HDR uh, 4K TVs, and depending on the size, they get up there pretty up there in price pretty quick. Go ahead. I got uh, late into the stream, but did they announce that PS4 Elite controller? No, they have not. They did wow. not announce that controller. They just showed off both consoles, I mean, both the regular controllers. Well, it has. The, I mean, the new controller has that light bar, but I showed you that link to that Target thing. It's like mm-hmm. that leak. It's isn't a it? white like, controller with yeah, a replaceable D-pad and the triggers and the bot like the bottom things and everything. It's like why didn't they? Show that off also. That's weird, yeah, because that goes right into the Pro. Like, if you're naming a PS4 Pro, that's another thing a Pro is going to want to use, is something like that. Especially yeah. the price is 80 bucks compared to 360, well, not 360, but Xbox One Elite Controller, which is like 150 It's like, that's a big difference. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, I don't know. That That seems really weird. Maybe they're a little bit they didn't want to put too much on people or make people think that you had to have that controller with it or, you or know. that it came they, with it. Yeah. yeah or, or Yeah. Like, I mean, cause they were already doing this, like Mark Cerny doing this, almost uh, teaching you HDR 4k 101 through. The <laughs> I felt like I was in a class where Mark Cerny teaching me how Did this is going to work. Did they announce NAC 2 yet? That's all I care about. <laughs> you really want that NAC 2? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I hope they don't. Uh, just, you know, the first, I mean, I guess they could always improve on the first one, but, you know, I'm not uh, holding my breath. I mean, anything you guys feel like needs to be said about this PlayStation thing other than that? I kind of wish the Pro had a different look to it, like the console itself. Like that's that's just me, but I like the slim look. But the Pro looking like that size, it just is kind of boring. Well, my question is: Are we back to uh, consoles being set on their sides again? They're standing up instead of laying down. That that never left. <laughs> well. <laughs> No, I mean, with the Xbox One and with the uh, PS4, they didn't really show it on its side as much when it originally launched. Yeah. Well, when I look at the Xbox One, I don't really... I'm scared to put it on its side. Yeah, but with these, I mean... That's just because... In the announcement today, they had it setting up. That's because you have a small child and you're afraid of it killing her. (laughs) Yeah, that too. But, you know... uh, I feel like the PS4, I had it on its side until I had to move it into my room, and so then I put it uh, horizontal, but I had to buy that separate thing so it could sit on its side too, which is weird because normally all their other consoles, except for the PS1, uh, they had it already kind of in there so it would sit either way. Uh, yeah, that, that's a bit... I think they're kind of just... It just depends on you, but uh, I'm sure the PS4 will have that option. 
they just kind of don't think it is think of it as that important or um i mean so moving away from the PlayStation thing, which honestly it was uh shorter than i expected they showed a lot less than i expected i thought maybe you'd get a couple of game reveals or something um, it has it has no uh 4k blu-ray player oh it doesn't <laughs> nope wow it's only That's 4K weird. from, like, Netflix and other crap like that. But that ties into the, like, how many people would ever use a 4K Blu-ray player, like, right now. Right, like in a few, yeah. In a, few, in a few years, sure, that'll be a standard or have a lot more impact. But most people, no. Even even it, nowadays, Blu-ray is just kind of, like, it's such a minimal upgrade to most people as it is. <laughs> I mean, it. yeah, exactly. It's already enough to get you to try to actually get the tv you trail you tell people oh well now you sort of need this blu-ray player too or or that it's going to have this too i just that would also have uh made the price go up i think if you have that in there yeah well well just out of curiosity uh luckily i'm in a place that doesn't have data caps with uh, xfinity yet but how fast does uh would you use up your data cap streaming 4k video holy a week. that's the thing <laughs> yeah because i do i do have the xfinity data cap thing and it uh they moved it to one terabyte but now i'm gonna be streaming because i basically cut i use ps view now as my cable and even when i didn't do that i was still using about 500 gigabytes a month so, if you stream everything, if you're one of those cord cutters and you stream everything, I'd imagine that goes by even faster now. Just between downloading a game, streaming it at 4K, um, you know, if you're streaming Netflix at 4K all the time, I mean, geez, Xfinity will have you some. Uh, they'll they'll have some them some money if you don't pay for that unlimited data. Move to an area of Google Fiber. <laughs> well, they're cutting staff now, too. Yeah. Oh, really? That's kind of sad. I, I was wish, hoping they would, uh, they'd last. So does that mean, like, they're not going to be having any new cities that are going to have it? I think they're having a few, but it's, like, a much slower rollout, and they're not getting as many people interested as they, like, originally thought. Uh, well, I mean, what's the price of it? Is it any different than what you're paying with the other services, though? It's like it's $50, a, isn't it? I thought it was like 100 Like, if you got it and, like... It's like 50 if you get a contract, 100 if you don't, I think. Ah, uh, well... But still, I mean, it's... That's cheaper than my Xfinity right now, and much better. <laughs> yeah, if I got Xfinity without keeping, like, the... One box that had the most basic channels. I think they told me it would have gone up to eighty bucks, but right now I pay fifty for it. I pay ninety for mine. Yeah. Which one do you do? You have the? I have like the Blast, whatever. That I have like stuff. Blast Plus or something. So it's like fifty megabyte or fifty megabits per second, and then I have digital economy cable. So whatever. Ah. Uh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. that's what they were trying to push me towards. And I was like, man, I don't want to pay the $15 extra to have that. 
have the blast as well. I just, uh, I'm still on a promo rate from when I got my contract. So I'm paying about 70 a month. Ah, okay. Well, I was at like one, 105 or 109, but I just returned my cable modem. So I'm not, not under like 96. Yeah. yeah I still have to pay 120 because I had to keep a DVR because my mom has to record all of her novellas on the DVR. <laughs> So it's like, and they're making me pay the damn HD fee because I had to keep the X1 box, even though I don't have any more boxes anymore other than that one, because they're like, well, I have like 30 episodes that I haven't watched, and you can't take that away. I was like, oh, great. So there goes saving some money. Hope you're going to pay for that. Uh, somehow I'll get stuck with that anyway. Uh, either way, um, Nintendo did announce, uh, of course, Apple had their big Apple uh, meeting as well, their their Apple thing, where they announced the iPhone 7 and the iPhone 7 Plus. And Nintendo had a few things to announce there as well. Uh, they announced that Super Mario Run is going to be the first actual, like, real game for Nintendo. I mean, you can, that whatever the hell that other thing was, wasn't really a game per se. Uh, I think I remember making a joke about, look, watch that they make a Mario Endless Runner. And I don't think this is a Mario Endless Runner, but it's still sort of like Mario for the phone. I'm waiting uh, for it to cross over with, Mar- with Sonic, so they're going to have Mario and Sonic Endless Runner. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that's uh, a thing that they do for whenever uh, Mario and uh, whenever the Olympics are going to come to Japan. Do Mario and Sonic at the Olympics on the phone. Oh, no. They won't be on the phone. They'll be on stage together. <laughs> With, uh, yeah, two different guys dressed up as Mario and yep. Sonic. Uh, that means that they, Fire Emblem and Animal Crossing are getting delayed to 2017. So only Mario coming out this year. That should be enough, right? I mean, just, just getting Mario on a phone should be like enough for people. Yeah, I think so. Even if it's not the traditional Mario that you that people would expect, it's still Mario on a phone. Yeah, people people will buy it or download it and then pay for like the Fire Flower Pit Power Up or something like that. If there's uh, a, if there's a uh, Karibo shoe microtransaction, I'll buy that at once. Do uh, how much do you think it's going to cost, though? I'm sure it'll be free to download at first, and then there'll be various yeah. add-ons. I mean, it's Mario. I don't know what you're going to be wanting to buy an add-on for, though. Suits. Change change who you're playing as. Change uh, backgrounds or get power-ups. Yeah, I look at, like, Fire Flower Suit, like, the raccoon tail, stuff like that, I mean. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Uh, like, go ahead. Or, or like, like buying buy power-ups to, like, bypass levels, like, skip the swimming level by buying the frog suit. It's like, yes, please. <laughs> Get an extra level by riding, or an extra life by riding on Yoshi. <laughs> There you go. They'll, uh, and, you know, you get extra points for using the Ouija. 
expensive. I'm sure you'll be able to use Luigi, Peach, and Toad at some point. Yeah, I can see them like making some kind of like little DLC pack or something. Near five dollars, you get to play with all three of them. I'd, I'd imagine they'd make extra levels and stuff like that. They could probably sell to people. So I, I mean, they already got people to buy in with uh, Pokemon Go. So I'm sure. I mean, yeah, but that's that's pretty novel. Like, this is just going to be a runner game or something like that. So. Unless Mario is running like through your camera on in the world, <laughs> this will just be like every other runner game in, the, in existence. Uh, the what? Uh, I had something and I just completely blank. Oh, you, you played the Battlefield One open beta, Daniel? How was that? Uh, it's actually interesting. I enjoyed it. Only took me about ten hours to start, not completely sucking at it. Uh, <laughs> How does it compare to Titanfall Two? <laughs> you know, I actually like it a little bit better, just because you've got more options with the various vehicles, the various classes. Uh, there's still a lot of quick scoping in it, like any Battlefield game. The snipers feel like they're incredibly overpowered, but I mean, I'm I had fun with it. I mean, anything uh, sort of how are the like, horses? Cool, yeah. The horses are cool. <laughs> uh, just think of the horse as an as a vehicle that soaks up damage, so you don't have to, and you can still run people over with the horse, or you can use the sword or the rifle. And if somebody does snipe you out of the horse, it keeps running, so you could still get the kill with the horse just aimlessly running off and running them over if you get too close. Okay. Uh, I mean, how are the weapons? Do they feel any different than just your regular? I mean, not really. you still got the same... I mean, you've still got somewhat automatic weapons, unless you're a sniper and then you're using... Just a rifle, or a bolt action rifle, I guess I should say. It's just, I mean, I knew you'd still have various types of automatic weapons. They jump, I think, I think they might jump a lot more, so it's a lot harder to use them accurately. But, I mean, it just has a unique feel to it that I enjoy. All right. That's good. Uh, did they have any kind of... It was just multiplayer? Yeah, they Nothing. had the Conquest conquest map and a Rush map. But it was the same... There was only one map per game mode. So you were kind of... You got to know the map really well. But the one that we had for... for at least for the Conquest, which is why I played mostly. I mean, it was a huge map. Which was good because it gave you a lot of different areas to go. There were a lot of different things that would pop up on it. Uh, an armored train would go through the middle of the map occasionally with people in it just be blowing stuff up left and right. Uh, Sony has announced that they are aggressively going to go into mobile gaming after Pokemon Go made them realize that there's money to be made. 
what properties do they have would translate over to mobile that well? Oh, they can make an endless crash runner. Or... No. Right? I mean, I mean, if Mario can do it, then... Yeah, but Mario's popular. Yeah. Mario's been around for 25 years and hasn't stopped. And True. Nintendo, and Nintendo owns Mario. Yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> uh, that too will to... be a mobile game. They did make a God of War mobile game at one point, so I guess for better mobile phones, you can make a God of War game. I don't want to play a God of War game on a phone. <laughs> I don't want to play a God of War game, period, really, but it's not on a phone. <laughs> Maybe an infamous game, augmented reality, where you go around and you're a character with powers and you can fight other people on the street that have powers. Uh, I was going to say, that's what Kazurai said. He really didn't want to put AR in the games. So, I mean, that could, that could, that's a good idea right there. Um, aside from that, though, it's I cannot imagine anything, you know, Uncharted, Last of Us, that kind of thing for a phone. Temple Run Uncharted. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it would really be the sort of third parties kind of stepping in and doing something. I, just, I don't know Sony having a ton of stuff that just goes, okay, let's just put this on a phone. Other than trying to just put a console version of something on a phone. I could see them trying to do like an Until Dawn thing on a phone. Like that might be cool, kind of cool. That would probably scare some people. I could see that. Uh, like a, like a the room like type of game or something, but kind of about it. Uh, what do you guys think about Titanfall 2 being excluded from the EA Access thing? I mean, EA's kind of made all their games available to that, and they just... It's not their game. They're only publishing it. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, I probably... T- they, they probably wanted some kind of... Uh, extra incentive for it and EA was like nope because it's not on both consoles so but you know what if it if the player uh, pool crashes like the original one was watch for it to be magically watch for it magically to appear on access yeah yeah, yeah not going to be on their origin thing either so eh I mean, I, of all the, like, five people that play on Origin, uh, I don't know why you would, but if if you do, I guess. Uh, it, well, we forgot to talk about this last week, but do you think it's good or bad that now they've decide, they decided at the last, well, not the last minute, but, like, they decided to just kind of put this out there all of a sudden, that Final Fantasy 15 is going to do the opposite of what they did with Final Fantasy 13-1, where 13-1 was linear until you get to a certain part of the, like almost the end of the game, and then it becomes open world. This is going to be open world until you get a certain part of the game, and then it becomes linear. Does that aren't, make it any better for you than? Aren't most of them like that though? <laughs> um, Final Fantasies? Yeah. I mean, other than. 
13 one. 13-2 no. was just completely open world the entire no. time. That's what I meant. Like, aren't most of them open world to an extent, and then they get more linear as they kind of go on? Uh, I guess. But I, well, I always well, remember the older ones sort of being more linear. Well, like, 7 was pretty open to a point, and then... then right. Uh, 10 is pretty linear. I mean... Yeah, 10 was linear almost the entire time, because you just go... Uh, until you get... That one sort of had that same thing. Until you get to the end, and you have to start leveling up, so that's when you start going to certain places to just fight these, you know, really high-powered monsters. But other than that, it's just sort of like 13, where... Okay, well, here's this little part of the map that you're supposed to go to, and that's it. You know, I mean, does it uh, does it entice you at all that sort of as the game gets further along? Okay, well, now I can just kind of focus on the story, or do you like the fact that you're focusing on the story and then you have the ability to just okay, well, now I can do a bunch of stuff, and if I want to finish it, I can finish it on my, whenever I want. Prefer being, I prefer it being open at the first and then grinding down the, like the more it goes. Like, that's just me. Like, I have the story in there, but at a certain point, just say, all right, go do whatever. Yeah, I think so. It, I mean, once you get to the point where you're wanting to finish a game, you're kind of ignoring most of the open world anyway. So they're... Uh... Their they're decision all, to kind of change it makes sense. Then. They're also making a Final Fantasy uh, box set for the Blu-rays. <laughs> the Blu-rays of what? Advent Children and Kingslave? And and the best one, Spirits Within. <laughs> That's not even a... F- oh, my God. <laughs> Look, uh, if that didn't have the Final Fantasy name on it, it wouldn't actually be a bad movie. Yeah, it would. It's, I actually like the movie if you take the fact that there's nothing Final Fantasy about the movie in it. But you know, I, I just don't get the the like. If I'm Square, please just forget about the fact that that movie ever existed. Didn't that like bankrupt them or just really put them in a hole? Yeah, that's why they had to join up with Enix because they they were they had to. <laughs> I would I would just totally forget about that movie. Well, does it cost them anything, really, to put it out and pray it makes a little bit of money? I mean, I guess it's sort of like, well, if you're going to buy Advent Children and, and Kingslave, it's sort of like an extra you're getting. So I guess it really wouldn't, but still, it just makes me laugh a little bit. Uh, I think that that's sort of <clears throat> since the last time we've done a show. Did you see that... Uh... This was from last week also, but that I think some British telecom company is suing Valve. For what? Claiming they invented like everything that Valve does, like messaging and games libraries and uh, like streaming and stuff like that. Wow. <laughs> just <laughs> like, wait, how long has Valve been doing Steam and you just now figured out that Oh, my God. These people. Like, this, this is a patent for a game library. I'll, I'll read you a part of it. Relate, relates generally to providing users with content that originates from multiple 
subscription services and delivering it through a single portal where customers may access content for which it has access rights. It's like, okay. It just first, sounds like... First off, everyone does that now. And second off, that's not exactly a patentable idea unless you have a product that goes in line with it. Right. And they don't. Oh, Batman Arkham Collection or whatever is coming on October 21st. Everybody run to the store to buy that. Yeah, they put out like a new comparison trailer and it still looks not great. <laughs> <laughs> How many times are you guys going to do this and uh, watch it get delayed again? Like, oh, you didn't like this? Oh, crap. Well, we're going to have to delay it again. Just, uh, I don't know. Sometimes, you know, I mean, you got the Bioshock collection coming out. You got the Dead Rising 4 collection coming out. And those look good. I don't know why you can't do that with Batman. Because there's only one good, one good Batman game. <laughs> I wouldn't Wait, go so, that far. <laughs> so you're saying that one of those doesn't is not good, the Arkham City or... Uh, Arkham City is not... I mean, it's okay, but it's not great, I don't think. Like, the Arkham Asylum is clearly the best one still. I agree with that. I like Asylum a little bit more. Do you have a preference, uh, Daniel? Uh, just depends. I mean, Asylum was more closed in, meant to make you feel more trapped. City gave you more stuff to do and you had more villains that you'd encounter. You'd see more background stuff, but it wasn't as you versus it didn't feel you versus the world. Like they really wanted it to. I just didn't like city because of how the city was designed. Like that stupid U shape. That was very annoying to get around. No, that's true. Yeah. I also, I just stopped doing the Riddler mission mission things after a while because I was like, oh, this is just this is too much uh, work. <laughs> yeah, I will say uh, Arkham Knight would have been good if they had trimmed back the tank issues. The Batmobile tank thing. You get used to it, but some of it's a lot of, like, some of it's pretty weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's But it does feel like they kind of forced it in there a little bit. Yeah, because that's all you do in the game, pretty much. It's like, all right, well, drive around. (laughs) Go take on on 40 enemy tanks. (laughs) Still weird that they wouldn't have just included that game in there, though. Probably size problem. I mean, actually, that's probably a pretty large game. I know it is on Steam anyway, so... Unless you want to, like, pack it in with two (laughs) Blu-rays... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, to put all three of them on there would have been would have been difficult. Yeah, I could see what you're saying. All right, guys. I don't think there was really anything else uh, totally out there that we need to discuss. Um, anybody I'm playing. playing? Go oh, gone. Oh, any anything else on uh, on World of Warcraft Legion or? I got up to 110 last night at like 4 a.m. 
And now the game really begins. <laughs> so, uh, any of the content? Uh, helpful? Any of the content actually cool or anything? Or? Yeah, I really like how they designed the levels. Because you can pretty much, there are four starting zones, and you pick which one you start, want to start out with, and you just go for it. And each of them have their own self-contained stories. Um, but you can pick up a new zone at any time you want. And it doesn't really matter. And it also auto the enemy zone, the zone levels enemies to your level. So, okay. uh, it feels good. Um, yeah, I'll get, I'm going to have to play more of it because I want to, I have to level up two other factions to get to like the high, to like the high end content. And the only problem with the game, really, is the amount of time sinks there are. Because you have to do research missions, and it's like, to research the next level of my guild hall, it's seven days. Hold on, I'm seeing this, uh, some people saying, hey, thanks, Sony, you just sold me on the next Xbox console next year. Yeah. Is, is uh, that how you <laughs> Does that make you... Yeah, I was like, what do you think about that? Sort of just... If this is what this thing is, what is the Scorpio going to be? $900? <laughs> I don't think they'll go quite that far, but I think well, you'll, you'll probably end up paying 500 for it. They'll have Connect 3.0? <laughs> oh, please don't have anything with Connect. This one actually works! <laughs> It's still required to use the cheese of console. <laughs> huh. Let's let's hope not. Yeah, the thing I saw about, or the thing that struck me about the PS Pro or PS4 Pro, it doesn't. They say, I mean, the only thing that you can real that really separates it from the Xbox One Slim is the doubling the. Uh, what was it? Doubling the processor speed to yeah, make everything smoother. That's really you're just paying for an updated processor. Not because everything else was getting put into the just the regular PS4. Yeah, yeah I mean, the 4K supports getting backwards compatible or forward compatible, whatever they want to call it. So really, the only thing you're getting new is a faster processor. And it's basically, is that worth $100 for you, I guess? I mean, and, and then you add on, they talked about how it w would be better for virtual reality, but they didn't really, You did. they said they were showing it, but how could you really tell? Yeah, I mean, I don't, they showed hardly any, that's another thing too, I thought this would really be a sort of a showcase thing for VR, and they didn't, uh, to be fair, I mean, you do have Tokyo Game Show, and Paris Games Week and all that stuff coming up. Yeah, but no so, one cares about that stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, if they chose to kind of section this stuff out, like they don't want to do it all here, I can kind of understand. I think the problem with VR is it's hard to see on a, like, on a, like a stream or at a conference like that. You don't want to see yeah. Andrew House wearing that stupid helmet. Now, what I'd like to know is, like, say that, are you going to be able to like watch Netflix with the VR helmet? 
Like, could you uh, put that on, sit down, and have Netflix going? From what I heard, yes. I mean, basically what that's doing is that's getting you a 4K TV then. Depending on the resolution of it. I don't think it's going to be 4K by itself. Well, I mean, it, it depends on the revel- on the resolution, but they were the way they were talking about it made me... I mean, kind of makes it sound like it's going to be better than just high def. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me if it if it was. Just, I wonder if it's really going to be 4K or if we're going to get like really close to. to now that can. that could be good for people that have to share TVs though. Yeah, that that would be great. You could just sit in your VR thing and be immersed in. Netflix. I mean, I don't know how comfortable it would be to like lay on your bed or or on uh, couch and have or that not, thing on. Or if not Netflix, maybe watch a football game. Hey, if PS View worked with that, I think uh, that would be cool. I mean, just basically have almost surround sound on your head. But I mean, these are questions that we have about something that's coming out in what a month, month and a half. Yeah. And we don't have answers for it yet. It's true. Uh, yeah, I just—they are supposed to release some kind of demo disc that has like eight vertical slices on it with your PSVR. So at least you'll get to know what some of the games are like and and everything. <clears throat> Why well, I also think too, like what what Mark was saying, is that you don't want Andrew House doing that. They also are Sony really wants to encourage you not to stand up while you play. They want you to sit down, so Andrew House would have to be standing up playing, and you know a lot of people won't get the idea that you're supposed to be sitting down. A lot of people will be like, "Oh, I don't have all this room in my house to be able to walk around and play this," and could turn people off. The only thing I've other been playing is uh, something called Red Out on Steam. What's that? It's like a wipeout game. Okay. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's, or it's like Extreme G or something like that, like a futuristic racer. It's, oh. re- it's really fast and really hard. <laughs> nice. Like, I can't beat the second race. <laughs> Damn. <clears throat> it's also uh, bringing, bringing my computer to its knees. <laughs> oh, that's never good. There's no uh, setting. They're they're all at their lowest. <laughs> Yeesh. Um. So any anything you're playing, Daniel? Or? Uh, just been playing the Battlefield One beta. After once that's over today, I don't know what I'll move on to. <laughs> Uh, either back to No Man's Sky or uh, maybe I'll finally break out Bloodborne. I've had it since Christmas and I still haven't opened it up because I never have time to play it when my kids aren't around. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I can uh, I can see that. <laughs> Probably not uh, the best thing. But, uh, you know, I, I know you got to... You sort of uh, did a review for No Man's Sky. Mark talked about it. He kind of had that same feeling of you as you of people just had high expectations for it. 
Yeah, I mean, when you have entire Reddits dedicated to forming clans on No Man's Sky, and then the creator saying, hey, don't do this, you're not going to be able to do what you're wanting, and people keep doing it anyway, I don't know what else you can do as a developer other than to tell people, no, you won't be able to do this. But should they feel lied to, though, if they got the impression that they were going to be able to or felt like he might have said that and then you, you I can't, mean, yeah. it, that to me, that's just something that people hear what they want to hear and they don't want to hear anything saying differently. Also, people have been lied to by games before, so what does this matter? Yeah. I've just never seen this mass amount of people wanting to, you know, do a refund. Well, uh, I can understand actually allowing it. I mean, I can understand the refund for the PC version because it was very buggy. I have no problem with a refund for that. When people are complaining about a refund, saying it's not what I imagined it would be, at what point is it on you as a consumer to actually? see what the game is going to be as opposed to what you think it is going to be. Yeah, like, research it or go rent it or borrow it from a friend or something before you buy it. Like, I bought it with with the knowledge that it's probably not going to be as great as everyone said, but I still enjoyed it, so that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I went into it expecting it to be a game that I'm playing by myself, going around and discovering stuff by myself. And within the first five minutes, you're hearing it talk about how you're all alone on this mission. Yeah, I don't. I didn't come into the game to want Destiny. I already have Destiny. I didn't like it, so I like the solitude factor in the game personally. Yeah, I mean, would it have been fun to have a group of people flying around attacking uh, the NPC ships? Sure. But that doesn't mean that nobody ever said that you were going to be able to do that. It's just what people assumed they would be able to do. Even when they were told they wouldn't be able to, they still kept assuming they would. Yeah, it's, uh, it doesn't, I can understand people being upset about that stuff, but that's what happens when you assume, you know, but the the thing is. What sucks is that he's having to pay for that. Like, you know, the Hello Games and Sony and everybody are, are having to give refunds because somehow this justifies you getting a refund because you assume something. And, you know, I don't know. I, f- I feel like I get that sort of that's sort of what a re- at times what a refund is supposed to be. But couldn't you do that for every game then, if you're giving that, refunds for this? That's what kind of happens on Steam right now. I mean, because of their refund policy, it's like a lot of people. I think it was Firewatch came out and people beat it under two hours and then refunded it. Wow. I mean, my thing is, if you were not given a refund for Aliens Colonial Marines, why should you get a refund for a game that actually works? That's another game that people got lied to about. I mean, hell, there's a class action suit about that game. And I would say that was definitely lied to about the game as opposed to people just 
taking what they wanted to hear and saying and ignoring anything else. The biggest game I remember doing that was something called Time Shift about 10 years ago. Because they released a demo for the game and I played it and enjoyed it. And then they completely reconfigured the game. Like they basically rebooted it. And the final game had nothing to do with the demo. And I was like, wow, what happened? Yeah. Well, that that also happens. People just, uh, the demo, they see things in the demo and they change it. I mean. No, but the entire game was, like, different. That was the thing. Like, they rebuilt it completely. It's like. Wow. All right. And they, like, t- they took the demo down, because. <laughs> oh, because people started getting upset. Yeah. Um, it was only, it was like a PC game of 2005, like, demo disc. <laughs> well. Uh, oh. I need... Go ahead. How's God Eater treating you? Oh, I've actually been playing more Attack on Titan than God Eater. Um, just because I sort of just want to finish the game so I can start reviewing it or whatever. Um, I think God Eater's the, the, the bit more that I've been able to play since last time is still sort of the same. Just you're going through missions and you're... the the enemies get harder, obviously, as most monster hunting games do. Um, you got I, I do like the fact that like the monsters actually, instead of just they, because they can't just run away like they do in like say Monster Hunter or whatever. When you're about to beat them or when they get weakened, they actually get stronger. They they you have to figure out a different way to beat them. So it makes it to where it's never Okay, well, okay, I fought this Vajra one time. Now I know what to do every time I fight a Vajra because they're, it's going to change on you. So you have to kind of – it keeps you on your toes a little bit. So I do like that. Um, and I think that's good for – even if you're new to the series or whatever or, or kind of new to hunting games, it's much different feel than to say, oh, crap, well, the thing knows it's dying, so it's starting to run away, and now I have to go chase it for an hour or – whatever, um, it kind of keeps you in that battle and and deciding that you have to figure out what to do now. But, uh, yeah, I still need to play with people and see how it's a little bit different playing with people than it is by myself, but it's still fun, um, liking the characters and everything, so. Uh, but, yeah, so until next week, uh, I think, let's, uh, you do have, I don't think anything really comes out this week, per se. Everything is sort of next week is when you start getting the big games again. You get a ReCore next week. Oh, you do get the Phoenix Wright game if you're still into those. But you get Pro Evolution Soccer 2017, the only game Konami still makes, besides that Metal Gear Survive. Uh, the NASCAR, NASCAR's having a game again? Okay. I thought... When they put the NASCAR stuff in Forza, that means they weren't making a game. Oh, um, the Recore game comes out next week. I'm interested in that. Uh, you guys interested in in Recore? I would be, but they have n- had no press on it, so that kind of gives me a hint that it's not going well. <laughs> yeah, that's my thoughts on it. I really hope it's good because it has a lot of promise, but hearing nothing about it is kind of disappointing. 
I almost expected them to announce some kind of uh, delay or something, because like you guys said, just nothing. So weird. Usually Microsoft like hypes up their stuff. Just, just nothing. Of course, uh, the Witness for Xbox One also showing up next week. Along with that, Pac-Man Championship Edition Two, and uh, the two collection games: Dead Rising Collection and Bioshock Collection. Uh, I, I know you're sort of interested in the Bioshock Collection, Mark. Yeah, I would, Dead. I already have Dead Rising Two and the other one on PC, so. No, and also Dead Rising one through two and a half aren't good. <laughs> did they uh, did they delay the? I'm surprised I'm not even seeing the remat Elder Scrolls remastered thing on here. Did they delay it or? I think that's later. I think that's November. I swore it said nine nine nine. Or nine nine, uh, whichever. Yeah, maybe it is eleven nine or something like that. I'm. Uh, yeah, maybe. let's see. October twenty eighth is what I see. Ah, uh, that's yeah. I don't know why I kept thinking it was in September. Um, but yeah. So you got some collections for you there. You got somebody wants to try out Recover, and perhaps it's just so good they wanted to let you just. Find out on your own that it was good. And I uh, can't go wrong with Pac-Man Championship Edition 2. The first one was freaking awesome. So, But alright, guy. Go hopefully ahead. it includes uh, Pac-Man World Party. I need to look into what it actually includes. but Alright, guys. Well, uh, are, are you going to the, the Backlash show that's somewhere around you, Daniel? It's in Richmond, but unfortunately I will be working, so I'll be watching it from home. It's actually in the city where I live, but money issues and work issues kind of keep it from happening for me. Understandable. But all right, until next week, uh, we'll see you later, everybody. Later. Later.